It's Tuesday, June 19, 2012. I feel sorry for the people of Fukushima, but our livelihoods depend on it. A nuclear restart in Japan, but also a solar revolution. The most anti-environment Congress in history gutting everything, or trying to. The UN Sustainability Summit gets underway in Rio. Plus, I think Saudi Arabia is doing Obama a big fat favor. I think he asked for that favor, and prices are coming down. OPEC is in the tank for Obama? Someone's in the tank. All of that and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comments. Assuming if Obama got elected, you're going to see something with oil like you've never seen before. It'll go through the roof. Hey, Donald Trump, weren't you the guy that told us gas prices would be going up to $7 this summer? It's $5 a gallon this summer, and maybe 6 and maybe 7 Oh yeah, that's right, that was you. So why does anybody listen to you about anything? We don't. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, tell me we are not going to be covering Donald Trump in this Green News report. Oh, I'm so sorry to disappoint you, but um, yes, we will. Okay, then. You're fired. <laughs> well, as prices at the gas pump continue to drop due to economic uncertainty abroad and economic weakness here at home, on CNBC, Donald Trump came up with a whole new reason that lower gas prices are actually really, really bad, even though the oil cartel OPEC met last week to raise oil production and raise prices Trump now alleges that Saudi Arabia and OPEC are in the tank for Obama, overproducing oil in order to lower gas prices for the sole purpose of helping Obama win re-election. <laughs> Never mind, of course, that prices went up to $147 a barrel under the Bush administration. In fact, they were at an all-time high under the Bush administration. I don't understand why Donald Trump doesn't mention that. Protesters took to the streets of Japan to object to Prime Minister Yoshihiko Noda's controversial orders to restart two nuclear reactors at the Ohi nuclear plant in western Japan. They are the first to be restarted after all 50 of Japan's nuclear facilities were taken offline in the wake of the triple meltdown at the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant last year. NHK reports that local officials support the move. In a press conference, the governor of Fukui Prefecture said the restart is necessary to maintain reliable power supplies for Japanese industries. Since the accident in Fukushima, there has been a lot of controversy, but the resumption is essential for the power supply. But getting much less news coverage, the Japanese government also simultaneously announced major new renewable energy policies that could catapult Japan ahead of Germany and China in leading the world in clean energy. The Japanese government will implement major new subsidies for the solar energy industry Industry, including huge feed-in tariffs. Those are high payments for electricity generated by homeowners with rooftop solar. And remember that Germany just about two weeks ago set an all-time world solar power record powering a full half of the country from solar power. Yep. 
Meanwhile, back in the U.S., this week the environment is the battlefield on Capitol Hill. Republicans in Congress are crazy busy cementing their reputation as the most anti-environmental House of Representatives in history. Emphasis on crazy. Uh, just one example. On Tuesday, House Republicans introduced a bill to gut environmental protections at the border, exempting the Department of Homeland Security from all environmental regulations within 100 miles of the Mexican border what? because somehow waiving Clean Water Act protections secures the border better. Uh, I don't get it. There must be something more sensible behind that, no? Well, you may find your answer in Arizona Democratic Representative Raul Grijalva, who said that the new bill is, quote, quite simply about gutting a set of laws and protections that the Republican Party has always wanted to get rid of. Okay. In the Senate, Republican Senator James Inhofe of Oklahoma plans to introduce a resolution to overturn the Obama EPA's new rules for power plants to reduce toxic mercury emissions. Inhofe says new technology to meet the new mercury and air toxics rule costs way too much for those coal-fired power plant owners, even though half of the nation's coal-fired power plants already meet the new standard. So Republican Senator James Inhofe wants to make sure that toxic mercury still continues to seep into our drinking water. That's right. Well done, Senator. Finally, pollution, development, and sustainability are on the program as the world's environment ministers meet in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, for the Rio 20 Sustainability Summit that opens on Wednesday. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, EPA Administrator Lisa Jackson will attend. President Obama will not. We'll have much more on the United Nations Conference on Sustainable Development down in Rio later this week. Where, once again, much will be said and little will actually happen. For more on that and the other stories we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Remember, you can download us anytime via iTunes, listen to us on your mobile device via Stitcher, and follow us 24-7 on the Twitters at Green News Report. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. I, Rio, Rio by the CO, flying down to Rio where there's rhythm and rhyme. Hey, fellas, twirl that old propeller. We've got to get to Rio and we've got to make time. You'll love it, soaring high above it, looking down on Rio from a heaven of...